Adulting is a roller coaster of really high highs, low lows, and everything in between. If you are in the thick of this ride and changing your mind every two seconds about whether you are enjoying it or not, you're in the right place. Every two weeks, join the Adulting Out Loud hosts as we talk through our experiences as certified adults, offering each other encouragement, inspiration, and a good laugh. We hope to leave you feeling refreshed and ready to face everything adulting has in store for you. Thanks for listening. Hello, guys. Uh, welcome again to Adulting Out Loud. And again, I'm joined by Yunia and Yvonne. And today we'll be talking about some of the biggest misconceptions we have uh, seen, known, or even experienced about dating and marriage relationships. And yeah, I'm just so looking forward to this episode. And uh, Yvonne and Yunia, uh, what are some of the misconceptions you have seen about dating and marriage? Mm-hmm. Okay, my first misconception is about um, that marriage proposals have to be big and flashy. That's a good right. one. No. They don't have to be. <laughs> I really think it's a misconception, especially, let me tell you guys, the thing that grinds my gears about marriage proposal. So one is people think they have to be big and flashy. And then why do you do a big and flashy proposal when we have already done a, a kwanjula, an introduction, even like in, in Uganda, yeah. we have that traditional ceremony, the introduction, it's called kwanjula. Yeah. And I'm like, I already said yes, clearly, if we have, I've already taken you to my parents, we've already done this big ceremony. And then after that, people do a whole big other proposal. That's not a proposal. How is that a proposal? Because you already I know the answer. It's going to be yes. <laughs> I also agree with that. I remember um, I had to warn Edu. You know him, he, he's that kind of person to go all out. <laughs> and I had to tell him, me don't do that kind of thing no offense i know some of you listeners will be offended but you know i still don't get it as you near say why ladies cry when a gentleman proposes for heaven's sake you knew you guys are getting married though. what are the tears for and you remember me i'm a cry baby but this thing still baffles me <laughs> no even the ones who cry are the ones who are actual actual surprise Really? really but then surprise doesn't call for tears i mean we are different so <laughs> other people don't get surprised by crying really so i think that is <laughs> no i can accept that crying it can be like i'm surprised tears of joy i also don't have tears of joy like if i'm crying i'm sad but yeah i can i can accept the crying but i'm with yvonne on like you knew the proposal was coming I know. Yeah. So before all the other ceremonies, because for some people they do it before, yeah, before the, the ceremonies. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at that point it makes sense if it's before, you know, like it's actually they've not come home. You, you know, you knew, yes, you want to get married, but they've not been talks like that. We were doing this in the next, I don't know how many months or something. If it's just completely you know, out of the blues without any discussion. Please cry all you want. Yvonne, what's your, what's your misconception? So, um, let me start us off with this. There's only one person 
out there for me. Uh, oh my God, I literally had that point as that's well. That's a big one. The yeah. whole concept of the one. Yeah. Yes, the one, the right mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know even how to explain this, but that is such a li- such a myth that has led to people not giving people who would make them truly happy a chance. And I think it's one that, especially us ladies, we fall victim to. And unfortunately, we dwell on that, not with an open heart, but more or less with a rule book. My guy has to be, my guy has to have, you know. So when they don't check the boxes, for us, it means then they are not the one. Then you keep waiting, you keep missing out on love and happiness. And sometimes when that ship sails, it never comes back to the dog. When does it when does it become too much? Because I feel like it, it's okay to have like the stuff that you like in a guy. Yeah. So when does it become when does the list become too long and just crazy? I think for me the the bottom line, I'll answer it this way. The bottom line for me starts with um, number one, not um not dating somebody we are not friends with. Because even if you have your box, for me, friendship is most important in relationships so i'm dating somebody that i'm already i've already interacted with Mm -hmm. so as much as i may not meet all the boxes there are things about them that i've seen and i've added it to my box like hmm this may not have been in my box but i surely would not want to miss uh you know, such a relationship uh, with a person who has one, two, three, because I've seen it in this particular guy that, you know, has interest or we we in, you know, a friendship season with. And I'm like, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. They may not have this, but they're compensating it with something else. And, you know, I'm talking about check boxes for superficial stuff. Of course, there are things like values, you know, mm-hmm. that you can't compromise mm-hmm. on. And also, you know, that would make you even question why you're friends with that person in the first place. Yeah. Like you already put boundaries, like we can only be friends until this far because I don't share certain values with this person. But if they are mm-hmm. superficial, ah, no, 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 please. Superficial things like, so what's superficial? Because I feel like superficial is different for everyone. Superficial, like even physical stuff. Case in point, okay. in my box, um, for me, it was tall. I got mm-hmm. that. It was mm-hmm. dark. I didn't get that. You didn't get that. <laughs> At all. I didn't even go to the middle point. I went to the extreme. <laughs> so you were like tall, fine, dark. Okay, I can live with the fact that you're not dark. Yeah, I can All live right. with the fact that you're mm-hmm. not dark. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we rarely yeah. make a whole list. I think another misconception for me, which is sort of related to what Yvonne is saying, is one where, you know, uh, you tend to think it's okay to date whoever you feel like dating right yeah yeah yeah, i'm dating so i mean i can date anyone i feel like or because i mean i'm just still searching and trying to figure out who to settle with but then i think yeah that's a misconception because then i think that's why it leads to uh because you date someone you feel like you like, then you end up liking them sometimes even for the, the wrong reasons. The wrong yeah. values. And so then you're sold into this 
uh, idea of, ah, they will change after all, like, you know, I, I like them, so they will change and yeah, things will be better. But then I think the people you date eventually would become, uh, if, if at all your relationship leads to marriage, they would become the people or the person you, you know, you settle down with or you, you marry. So yeah, for me, I, I find that to be such a misconception. You can't just so date. like don't just date just for just just for oh, whoever like, you feel like really because just like even like even for just the superficial uh things now like what everyone was sharing sometimes mm. think, yeah that can yeah lead to mm. some wrong it can it can end up becoming a serious mm. relationship yeah exactly. then now you end up together. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Or or let me just continue with that flow if you'd allow me. Yeah. Or um, you know, you can't you can't get serious until you have sex because you must click um in that sector for you to know that you can actually marry this person. Have you heard that, Junior? Yes. Carol? I have. But I'm like, so how many people will you have sex with then? Yeah, and it's so unfortunate because even you know, the kind of friends you have, like people will even ask you. Let me say it in now. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I don't know that just sounds so bad. <laughs> but so directly translated, have you tested? Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, like if you say you've met this person, oh, I think I'd want to continue with this. Your friends will even ask you, eh, umeonza kwanza. You know, like how can you say you want to continue yet you're not sure whether you guys click or not? And it's more so even in the male circle more than the female circle. But mm-hmm. it happens, and people will be like, <laughs> and you know, even people will come and report back, like, hey, you know, the sex was bad. Me, I can't continue with this person. And then mm-hmm. you move on to the next, and on to the next. Yeah, and the next, and to the next. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my other misconception is that dating and marrying a Christian will mean a smooth relationship, a smooth marriage. Yeah, or that stuff will automatically work out. Yeah, that if you're yeah. married to a Christian, you won't fight, you won't argue. Uh-huh. <laughs> or that if, or that if you date <laughs> a Christian. Because, <laughs> you know, like, of course, we like you grow up in church and you're told the whole and don't be unequally yoked and what and all that stuff. So you'll be thinking, hmm, the day I date, like the day I start dating, because I'm going to get a Christian guy and it will just mm. be all smooth. And then you'll be like, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> so you're there in marriage what? binding devils. Thanks. <laughs> you just like, hi. What is this life? The shock. So yeah, I think it's a misconception. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big one. <laughs> Especially yeah. in the Christian circles, because you feel like, well, it will be smooth and that you will not have troubles. And you feel like you've done everything right. You feel like you have obeyed, so surely my reward here should be a smooth relationship. Mm, mm, that is yeah. funny because we forget actually. Like I'm reminded, I think of this scripture where Paul is talking about singleness and marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, "But that if you do marry, you have not sinned, right? Uh, but those who marry will face many troubles in this life." Yeah. Mm. And we forget that one we forget that part so we forget the <laughs> fact that we actually when you marry you you will face troubles and tribulations so like i think the whole mis- 
conception of having a smooth ride and since you're Christians really mm-hmm. yeah I think for me the other one I had was sort of linked to what Yvonne shared last about have you tested before you commit to a relationship uh one where people tend to say that cohabitation would lead to a better marriage yeah um, I've had that mm-hmm yeah, that I mean, if you stay, like if you stay together for a while, uh, that means your marriage quality will be improved. You'll be able to live together well because I mean, you've already sort of, I think this is the longer version of testing out, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. So sort of yo, you've learned about each other. And so ideally you're, yeah, you're good to go. So your marriage would have a better outcome. But it's a misconception, I would say. And maybe others would argue that it would result into a poorer marriage if you cohabit. Mm. So I don't know. But either way, for me, I look at it as a misconception. Actually, the school of thought when it comes to cohabitation is or used to be um, you get to know your spouse better, you know, before fully committing. Mm. But you know, that's a thing. Engineer will tell you, do you really ever get to know this person? That is exactly, Yvonne, you literally got the words out of my mouth. I'm like, I think there's this whole, the whole mentality of thinking you, you need to get to know this person fully before committing is the actual misconception there. Because you never really, you never really, because we grow and we change and we change and we change. Yeah, we truly so, evolve every other time. Yeah. So you're not the person like who that person met five years ago, mm. two years ago. So if you're going to be like, okay, let's just cohabit so that I really get to know this person fully, 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 and then see if I can commit. That's why people end up cohabiting forever. Because maybe just when they think they're getting to know that person, the person has changed. <laughs> changed. So they're like, hey, no, let's first wait. <laughs> <laughs> And then just when you think so, because you're ever growing and changing and evolving. So yeah, I I agree. Big misconception. Well, for me, the other misconception is your spouse or your, you know, the person you're dating is the only emotional system you need. That's a big one, yeah. I don't know whether you guys have seen people, once they're hooked up to somebody, it's like all their friends disappear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see, you're told now, like, don't hang with with the single one. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, you, know, you you have your special person, so like, you know. And then, no, in marriage, it becomes even worse. Yeah. Because of marriage, this idea, yeah. no offense, and I know here people will beat me. Even maybe you two will <laughs> Tell beat us, me. Let's hear. Let's hear. <laughs> about this thing about your. Okay, it's okay. I don't have a problem, by the way, if your husband is your best friend. Oh, or the whole idea of your husband being your best yeah, friend. Yeah, so why are you needing anybody else? You know, best friends are for life. Bestie for life. So, people tend to, I don't know. I think, the cha- the, and the challenge with that is, it's just a lot of pressure on your person. Because now then your person has to be your everything. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody needs space even married folks <laughs> you need space to be to to grow as an individual to keep your interests mm. burning and alive 
Exactly. And that friend who used to go to before you got married, like it's still there. Yeah, that's a yeah. misconception. We still need, you know, people and community around you, both your family and friends. Yeah. And now I know you're the, I'm, you're the one to tell all my secrets. <laughs> you know, oh, because... You know, because of that thing, oh, this yeah, one I know I'm not. I get you. Get I totally get you. Get you know that you. thing of like, if I tell Yvonne, I have automatically. I'm okay with Edu knowing this. Knowing. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> if I am not okay, please eh, let me not go to Yvonne. So you have to, when you're thinking about telling that person, please be okay with the other person knowing as well. Yeah. But yeah. that's yeah, but that's so true, really. Because especially <laughs> for couples, like it's just so hard. Like there is no way they won't. No, I think you come. can actually. Because there are other issues, but then I think, yeah, it might come up somehow. I don't know. Not with everything. Because no. about married people gossip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my friend. Because they talk, they talk to each no, other. No, they gossip, Carol. The word is gossip. Yes, yes. Gossip. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to sanitize it, but actually, it's gossip. <laughs> so yeah, me, I know, I know that people will be like, if I'm, if I'm telling this person, I, I'm okay with the spouse knowing. I think another misconception for me, you know, where people like assume that readiness to be married is determined by you know your bank account or how much money you have yes carol <laughs> i think that's a misconception i well i have witnessed marriages you know where uh the couples really did not have much or yeah yeah starting out and yet they you know they have made it they have good marriages and they have you know uh persevered through and worked their way through to to the prosperity that people were judging them for initially mm. so yeah me i think that's uh, a big misconception your our readiness to marry shouldn't be determined by our bank account this is not to say like you should be <laughs> broke and you shouldn't yeah. have anything mm. like to take care of you but yeah, it has, a, I think, a limit and it should be gauged, yeah, relatively, not to the higher end. That's so true. I and um, mm-hmm. I think just to add on to that, there's this misconception that, um, you know, the guy should always pay for the dates. That's how you actually judge, you know, mm. if he's he's able to maintain you. Mm. Eh? If right now and we are dating, he's not able to finance the small, small bills. Mm. you know then how will he be able to in marriage and then um you know that the man is ahead of the home financially speaking like he has to be the breadwinner or even was the sole breadwinner i think those are just terrible misconceptions that have been placed on been african society where, yes like where did it come from the whole... it's totally african <laughs> And let me tell you, let me tell you how bad it is. The whole breadwinner thing. It is so bad because our mothers encouraged us to marry men who are able to finance our lifestyles. Mm. Yet in most of our parents' lives, it's actually our mothers who are the breadwinners. (laughs) 
thank you but chini ya maji like chini ya maji you know it's not mm-hmm. being outside loudly but they'd be the ones earning most of the money or in some cases the only ones earning mm. but they pass it through our fathers you know so that because of this ego thing and what we should just be like quiet there's nothing to be ashamed of first what but of course on them yeah and yes. also on marriages where that is not the case because it's not mm. the case for all marriages but now you can't come yeah. out and speak about it because it's like embarrassing for some reason yet it shouldn't be mm. even in the yeah. first place where are we going out there discussing who earns what to the general public <laughs> you know <laughs> but of course there's that thin line about a lazy man there's a difference between a lazy man and a man who's doing their all anyway let me say that's subjective that. that's subjective <laughs> who is no, going to define lazy who is going that's subject who is going to define lazy and the one to be able to be ah ah for you not doing your all <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's a just a podcast in itself please but i agree about the, about the guys paying for dates like if you ask me out for a date please pay for it Yeah, but not every date you're actually seriously dating. Like if you've gone for a date or two, two, no, like like 10. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also with that, I think there comes in my other myth. Whatever lifestyle we have while dating, we must maintain in marriage. What do you mean, Ivan? How like so, for example, and this is something that ladies we are culprits of. your guy really wants to impress you during dating so he takes you to sometimes even borrows money to take you for some dates to places you've never been you know just to show you the good life and um, if you lied if you lied when we were dating you have to carry <laughs> on with that lie you have to carry on with that lie till death do us part please eh? i beg don't now be no. like Now, I don't know whether the misconception is you must take me to good places while dating for it to make sense or the misconception is about maintaining the lifestyle after we are married. I'm not the sure. The misconception <laughs> is <laughs> maintaining maintaining the lifestyle after is, marriage, right? No. Like if you didn't lie about your lifestyle before we got married, then it's going to be maintained after. all factors held constant of course life like changes yeah. and what they are, they are like like life changes but generally but now if you lied about being <laughs> someone else when you were dating and then i get married and then you be like okay now back to back to reality be like ah uh-uh. ah back to be bandas for days <laughs> back to be bandas <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that links also to the other misconception which I don't know if it's true I think Union Yvonne can confirm but yes uh that marriage would um, that marriage would solve your problems right like of mm. insecurity loneliness that finally if you have your special someone then like you say bye to all those problems if you're not whole by yourself it's just that nobody else can complete you nobody can make you happy nobody can fill the lonely places in your heart that's just something you have to work on by yourself yeah sadly my next misconception is for my kenyan brothers and sisters if i know even is going to come up in um kenya it had to be specific <laughs> but please my people listen to me so caro in kenya is this whole culture it's a culture that i was mm-hmm. shocked to find when i was getting married 
we have talked about this before. So this whole culture, when you're getting married, you pick your best couple, best couple. You know yeah. how here we'd be like Metron and best man? Mm. These guys insist on having, on it being a couple. couple. It has to so, be a couple. Okay, it doesn't have to, but it's like frowned upon when it's, it's a norm, a yeah. So it doesn't have to be a couple, guys. It really does not. It is fine. It is what, okay. Like, how can you find a couple? Like, Carol, let me tell you the shock, the shock. They assume that this will, this will be the couple that you'll be going to. to you will have about, issues like, and you will need people marriage. to guide you. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that thinking. But you can't get people to guide you who are not the people who are your matron and your best man. It could actually be the people who are like it's fine. It doesn't have to be a couple. Even feel free to disagree. Help me understand. Um, so it, uh, besides your matron and best man, you have no, 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 no. Your matron and your best man are a couple. Like now, when you're getting married, Yvonne and Edu will be your best couple. You can't have Yunia and Edu. No, you can't. It's a culture thing. Yeah, it's actually a misconception. So guys, those were uh, some of our thoughts. So we would like to hear from you. What other dating and marriage misconceptions have you learned are not true? Uh, share with us through our socials and just feel free to reach out. Thanks and catch you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.